1: need to know what's happening it's 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 time to get in the huddle with carl Duke, brian baldinger and jason Lacanforta.
0: antonio pierce grew up in compton in the shadow of the raiders when they were playing at the la coliseum and when they were at the height of their cultural relevance and you, you couldn't turn on yo OM- MTV Rap, raps or you couldn't turn on rap city and not see somebody in raiders gear so True. like i think that resonates with mark davis and i think Al Davis as being one of the few owners who truly did champion diversity in this business for coaches of color, whether they be black, whether they be Latino, for women, right? I think Mark Davis would look at this and say, you know what? Like, I I would like to make my mark in that regard a little bit as well. And I think he's learned from the Rich Passaccia situation where they went 7-5, and they beat the Dallas Cowboys in Thanksgiving in Dallas, they got in the playoffs, and they damn near beat a Bengals team That was about to become the Super Bowl-contending Bengals team in the first round of the playoffs, and he let the guy go anyway, right, to give a whole bunch of money to Josh McDaniels. Like, he's not going to bring Rich Passaccia back. He might keep Antonio Pierce if this feels and looks like Passaccia 2.0, but even more so because Anthony Pierce is not that far removed from playing himself, and he relates to these players in a different way. And I can find somebody to run the offense, and I can find somebody to run the defense, but who's going to get these guys to run through walls and want to be a Raider and make being a Raider mean something again. I don't think it's all that different. And I know the results haven't been there lately, but it, to me it, it, it might be a little bit like the Deion Sanders situation in Colorado where they're back on the map. They're building something. It's cool to be a part of again. Right. And I don't have to micromanage every single thing of every part of this football team. I'm going to build a winning entity. So I, Look, are they gonna go seven to five like they did under Basaccia? Look at their schedule, it would be tough. But yeah, man, if they're around 500 and he's sick of paying guys eight, 10, 12 million dollars a year for nothing, and he's still paying them, you know. And I, I I I would I'm hopeful as someone who has chronicled this league's despicable uh willingness to chew guys up and spit them out, especially if the owner looks in the mirror and doesn't see his own color staring back at him, I hope this one's a little bit different because I think Antonio Pierce is going to create something there that is noteworthy enough for the owner to give real uh, consideration to him as somebody who might be able to do this even better if you gave him a full offseason and gave him all that prep time
1: and let him coach a team from week one, not from week nine. It's a great point, Jason. It really is. Uh, And that's deeper than the game and the win itself because it goes to the culture of the NFL and it goes to the culture of what we're seeing around the league and how teams operate. You know, we talked about the Texans, which what happened there was despicable, but ultimately they hired D'Amico Ryan's right. right? And and, correct. And, and I will say, I I think they got this right. It feels right. And even though it felt wrong in the way that they handled those two other situations, that's the norm in the NFL. That that is that's the norm, and so I totally agree with your assessment about Antonio. And hopefully, they see this, they feel it, and they make that decision to allow him to maybe give, give, be given a shot. But Basaccia, you said it. He he probably should still be the coach right now. I mean, the way he handled that team, he should have gotten his opportunity. And and by the way, the yeah. whole trading car, the whole trading car thing away, Josh McDaniels, you egomaniac. I mean, this is unbelievable. Whether you like Carr or not and the decisions that have been made and the way, you know, these jerk tendencies that he's got, it was easy to see that guys were not going to vibe with him and weren't going to play well with this guy. And, you know, when they had that team meeting, Jason, that came out this week about (laughs) guys going ham on him in this meeting, you know, and and Antonio has to stand up and basically be the, the mediator, it tells you everything you need to know. There's not a team in the league where you have a team meeting and everybody in the room is talking about the head coach and what he's not doing. That's a problem. That's a problem.
0: Yeah. I, look, I'm interested to see where this goes. There's no doubt in my mind. They're going to play their backsides off for him. Um, they've got limitations. They, they've got to find a way to get Devonte Adams a little more involved in these games a little sooner. And they're going to have to push the ball down the field a little bit more. Um, but Rome wasn't built in a day and getting this young quarterback a win under his belt. Um, and an emphatic win, they could play around in the second half. And let's now force feed Devontae Adams because we want to get him, you know, back to feeling like he's a part of this. They had won the game at halftime, and it really allowed them to check some boxes and treat the second half like an exhibition. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll stay, man. Um, there's nowhere to go but up after what happened in Chicago and what happened, or what, yeah, what happened in Chicago, what happened in Detroit.
1: So, Jason, I don't know if Dak Prescott could play any better than he did Sunday night, and you feel like the Cowboys could come out on top in a victory down the road, whether it's at home when they play later this season or maybe even in a playoff matchup. I thought he had one of his best games of the season. Micah Parsons, you know, co-signed that and was like, he outplayed everybody today. But you guys didn't get the dub, and that's what it's about. But CeeDee Lamb, 11 balls, 191 yards, right? You're going to your go-to guys and they had a chance at the end, but I think we both agree the Eagles, their better team and boy, the toughness of Jalen hurts to play and to stay in that game was unbelievable. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. um, Look, the Eagles can't defend the slot right now. And I think they're on their eighth or ninth different guy trying to do that. Uh, I thought CD lamb would eat and he did. I thought both quarterbacks would throw for two touchdowns. They did. Um, I thought A.J. Brown would get the 90 yards. He didn't. He looked like he was going to in the first half. But a lot of that played out like I thought it would. A lot of points down to the end, but the, the Cowboys coming up short. And that's what they do. And, and look, the biggest takeaway is, do you think the Dallas Cowboys could go on the road and beat the 49ers, the Lions, and the Eagles? No. Because that's probably what they're looking at or something yep. close to it now, right? The that loss, they're, they're gonna have a hell of a time winning the division and catching the Philadelphia Eagles. And if they don't, then they're gonna to have to go on the road. And do I think that's gonna bring out the best in Mike McCarthy and this bunch of front runners? Hell no. You're not getting the Rams at home off a of bye. That ain't how it works in the playoffs. Like I just and you know what I mean? They're good, they're not, they're never as good as they think they are, and they sure as hell are never close to being as good as Jerry Jones thinks they're gonna be, or a lot of the fans think they're gonna be. And that's the reality. And, like, if they were just a normal team, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But, you know, it's just all the crap that comes with them and all the hoopla and all the hysteria for them to be what they've always been, a team that punches down and looks great, a team that struggles to punch up. Like, um, they – I mean, we talked about Kansas City needing home field. These guys absolutely positively bleepy, 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 bleepy need it more than anybody, and they're not going to get it. And that's going to be a problem for them. Uh yeah. they you know they ran the ball better in this game than than I thought they'd be able to, and they haven't run the ball very well at all this year. I would say, you know, look for Dak to have to keep activating his legs down the stretch as much as they've kind of tried to shrug that off. Um but they they're they're not for me a Super Bowl contender, and, and their path is going to render them even less of a Super Bowl contender. That's that's their reality.
1: Um, Dak Prescott. By the way, you know, (laughs) self-inflicted wounds. That that last drive, you're in scoring position, right? You get sacked by Josh Sweat for 11 yard loss. You you make the play to CD Lamb for 22 yards, but he's short. Ball game at the five yard line. Just self-inflicted wounds, and and that's the kind of stuff with McCarthy. Whether you go back a couple of years ago and how the game ended, where they didn't get the playoff, or you wonder was this the right call, or they, you know what were they trying to do uh, to try to get in the end zone? I, I don't know. But it, these are questions that Mike McCarthy ultimately yeah. is going to have to answer. You don't want and, him managing those situations. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And that—that's part of the issue, close, Jason. I close mean, and late, having to come from behind.
0: Close, late on the road, having come coming back from behind, fighting the clock. Forget it.
1: Yeah. Against I Against uh... the real
0: defense, forget about it.